Welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and as always, I am deeply honored to be in the presence of two fine, fine gentlemen. The goon, goon, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. You, you, um, um, oh, okay. Chief, are you, how are you today? Uh, I, I'm kind of sad that we started off the show with lies. Maybe we can uh, pick things up. I don't believe I've prevaricated any falsehoods at this point, mere 33 seconds into the show. I, I don't consider myself fine, and there's nothing gentle about this man, so... Well, okay. A gentle man and a gentleman are two different things. Just saying. Okay. And you've always been a gentleman to me. Yes, but that's because you've you've never seen the hood side. That's true. That's true. Um, and uh, from conversations we may or may not have had, uh, I would probably be uh, quite uh, in awe of the transformation. Yeah, well, it's it's not like the I Hulk. Mean, it, it's it's not like the Hulk, and it's certainly not like the Wolfman. But you know, it would be certainly a uh, okay. This is not the chief I normally see. Yeah, Wolfman might actually be a little more. There's a lot of snarling. Uh, usually, it's, I mean, it's not exactly barking, but but it's yelling. <laughs> you, people have gotten it confused before. There would be things being uttered that I wouldn't understand, so, you know. You know. Yes, I, I have been teaching you. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I'm old and slow, so there's that. Well, I'm sure you'll catch on. So, so, um, so Goon, what's up, man? You know, I'm just uh, uh, enjoying the pandemic. Well, okay, that's not true. I hate every second of it. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready to stop hearing stupidity every morning from the people that surround me. Just well, done. okay, so I think given the people who are around you, even if they didn't have a pandemic, you'd still be hearing stupidity around you? It probably wouldn't annoy me as much. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because the mere fact that you're you're with the Hitler youth means that it's never going to end. Ever. Well, he's not in the same physical room with me, which is, you know, good for him. <laughs> for him. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's you benefiting from that. Well, I think at this point, you know, <laughs> he's willing to be judged by 12, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you, you know, all I'm saying is uh, I, got a, uh, I got a meat grinder and uh, 30 acres where I can spread the remains. <sighs> You need feral hogs, yeah, just to be sure. That's the real way to do it. They they gotta be feral. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, if they're feral, then you don't have to constantly go out there and feed them and take care of them, and you can live your own life. They're a little more oh. resilient, self-responsible. You know. Okay. I'm just looking out for your extra free time. You and yeah. I were up there in years. We don't get a lot of free time. That's true, and and I'm probably never going to get to that trucking uh, dream. No, no, at this point, uh, well, who knows? I mean, by the time we get up there, frickin', uh, what's his face over there? Elon Musk will have, you know, driverless trucks. and So we'll just ride around with it, stopping at the truck stops, drinking coffee? <laughs> oh, my God, that, that might actually be better. <laughs> Eating Necco wafers? Oh, I knew you'd find a way. 
That's right. It's a gift apparently, that keeps on giving. Right, the gift keeps on giving. Yes, hey. we had a long conversation, folks, about um, some old TV show clips and uh, the fr- the uh, the one particular clip. I will include it in the show notes because it needs to be um, included. Uh, uh, an early shot of um, Brent Spiner, the guy who plays Data in Star Trek, uh, on a show called Night Court, and uh, there was a yeah. reference to Necco wafers and. We don't think well, it was. A, we didn't think Chief knew what they were, or Chief said he didn't know what they were. That's correct. Well, and and then he proceeded to malign a fine candy. No, it's been in existence. Lies. Since, wait, wait. Since uh, eighteen forty-seven. That is. Which, that is actually, what I said. He, he did not. He he did not malign them. I did. See. I I said that all of the Necco wafers you eat today were all made in eighteen forty-seven. I I apologize, Chief. Uh, uh, the the crutch is correct. Yes, I, I've, I've been, I've been besmirched enough today. Okay, I, I, besmirched. I withdraw all of my comments and a pox upon me. It's true, completely. But you, sir, if this is happening, you, sir, besmirching necro wafers, the can, the candy of New England. Well, that explains everything. The candy of my youth. They gave the us youth? these things as practice wafers for a first communion. Yeah, we. Uh, now we, you're just you're besmirching the Lord's candy. <laughs> the Lord's. Candy. No, wow. if God was going to make candy, it wouldn't taste like Necco wafers. <clears throat> um, ask me why I haven't had any lately. Why you haven't had any Necco wafers? Yeah, that's an obvious question. <laughs> yeah, they went out of business two <laughs> years ago. <laughs> really, it was two years ago. Oh, yeah, sure. and then uh, um, I'm sure there's uh, still some from the 1800s. <laughs> another another company bought them and has started remanufacturing them. They were made, by the way, uh, scant miles from uh, where was it your dad or your grandparents at a beach home? My family has never had a beach home. Did you My not? In-laws sp- have a beach home. Did you not spend summers up in New England? Am I wrong about that? That was their actual house. And it was okay. across the street from the beach, but it wasn't a right. beach home. A beach home is right. like a second or third home really rich people have. And uh, my grandfather was a barber. Up until two years ago, Necco wafers were made in Peabody. Ah, okay. My my family's from Revere, so not too far. Actually, it might have actually been in Revere. <laughs> Let me change that, man. You sound like Kamala Harris. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't sleep with anybody to get my job, pal. Oh, oh, really? I don't know. Aren't you? Aren't you the system administrator for your wife's business? Yeah. Oh, yeah that's a good point, actually. <laughs> good. Good morning, Miss Harris. You, you, you are, in fact, sleeping with management, I believe. That's a safe uh, yeah. thing to say. Just saying. You, you know? know, now see, if we were politicians and she said that to me, it would be funny. That that would be a funny moment. Right. But we're not. Well, I don't know. This is a little politic political? Politicking? Ah, forget it. It's been a long day. If we're doing it, long it's probably Im- impolitic, but yes. that's okay. In, well, I like that. Yeah. I'm still a little sore from earlier this week. Apparently, I don't know how to do math. It's a, it's a family show. Be careful now. No, no, no. This this is uh, this is uh, counting the weight of paper. Apparently, is not my strong suit. 
Why is I, that? I was convinced I had I had called a company to come and bring one of those shredding trucks to my house and they had a deal. Three hundred pounds, hundred and nine dollars. Pretty decent deal. You know, you get to watch them shred it up. Yay. Okay. So I had been weighing the paper that I was going to have shredded as I went along. And I thought I had a running total of about 285 pounds. So I remember you saying that. Yeah. Well, we started piling the stuff into the, into the, um, basically it's a, a trash can that then gets loaded into the side of the truck and dumped in. And of course the can gets weighed as it's being dumped in so they can get an accurate tally. And, uh, we filled that bad boy, uh, three and a half times and it turns out it was about 700 pounds. Oh. <clears throat> Which is a little more than three. Just did a, uh, a did the man have his, his toe on the scale? No, no, no. I uh, I don't know what was going on. I you know I actually had a scale. That's how I was doing the weighing. I know how much I weigh, and I put the bag over my shoulder and I step on the scale and do the math. Well, obviously not. So uh, it was a little more than one hundred and nine dollars, but not an enormous amount more. So I was very pleased with the service. Shout out. To, uh, to Ronnie, who uh, came all the way from West Virginia. This guy starts his day very early. I was the first stop at 6.30 in the morning. Ooh, so I'll bet your neighbors like that. Oh, I was not popular on Thursday. But um, I was one of 26 stops he was making that day. Cynthia come out and tell you that you were violating uh, homeowners association rules? Well, she would have fit in that container, so... You know, just saying. Would have been the um, end of her. Hey, take a look over there. Look over the edge there, Cynthia. A little more, a little more. That's it. Boom. But it's Start. fun. They have a little video screen on the side, and you can watch things get ground up and, and turned into tiny little pieces of paper. So I was uh, very cathartic. Um, I believe the whole house actually rose about a quarter of an inch. You know. <laughs> so and, uh, when they take that paper, do they then uh, soak it in water? I don't know why. Because uh, as as I learned from my security course, mm-hmm. uh, you take the paper, mm-hmm. you soak it in water, it, it's, what is it called, wadding, and then you uh, basically bundle it up, mm-hmm. and the ink will run off. And so even if they were to try to put it back together... Mm. There There's was, nothing to do, like paper. Right. I, I do not know. I do not know. Uh, I'm I'm not too worried that anybody will be able to steal my identity from this particular batch of paper. Since um, there's 26 other stops, it would make that even harder. Well, even better than that, um, you know, uh, for example, some of the things that were destroyed were checks from 1992 uh, drawn against a bank that no longer exists. The worst part, of course, is that I've only lived in my current house since 2000, which means I actually paid money to have movers move this stuff from my old house to this house. And I'm thinking to myself, I probably could have saved some of my money by burning it at the old house. You know, yay. <clears throat> but um, but there's a lot did. of empty space in my house. I've got some empty containers in the garage now, and my office is a little cleaner. It's... Uh, it's good. It's good. I just, you know, I feel like I've had I, a cleansing. I still have a whole empty wall in my pantry, but enough of that. Did oh, you... Yeah. Uh, that hasn't been fixed yet? No. What about the uh, fridge? Did the part come? Yes. 
Did you do you do you now have ice? No. Are you going to have ice? <laughs> uh not until the next part comes. So Is it like uh, a puzzle? <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so in an effort to keep the seventeen year old refrigerator running. Oh, man. You know, we talked last Are week I Scottish? believe it was. Uh, uh the hurricane is. Okay. Enough said. Enough said right there, right? Uh, uh, I could buy the Frugal. I could buy the valve for uh, there were two things that could be wrong the valve or the ice maker itself. Mm-hmm. If you go to GE and buy the parts that came with the refrigerator, the 17 year old refrigerator, uh, it would be 125 for the ice maker and 65 for the valve. If you go to Mr. Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. and buy the ones that come from China. <laughs> It's $22 for the $65 valve and $52 for the $125 ice maker. So I fixed the valve first because that's how cheap I am. It didn't work. Yeah. Oh, dear. It didn't work. The ice maker sends an electric signal to the valve to tell it to open, mm-hmm. and it's not doing that. It's sending not a zip, nil, nothing. That's a shame. You've checked it with like a, you've actually checked with like a voltometer the whole bit, right? I stuck it in my mouth and turned it on, yeah. <laughs> Seems legit. I checked a phone line that like that one time. It shot me across the room. Sure. <laughs> those, there's, there's a lot of voltage on those old phone lines. Oh my God. Yeah. That's very dangerous. Show you know how I know this? Mm, did it too? I believe, well, no, but I used to, um, you know that I used to be a 911 dispatcher before there was 911. Right. And we had one of those called Lily... you dispatcher. Yeah. We had those Lily Tomlin style switchboards. Oh my god. Did you yeah. sit there cross legged? Yeah. <laughs> one ringy dingy. <laughs> and and it had the, you know, the big old cables and you mm-hmm. would uh, what you would do is a phone a line would would ring and you'd plug it in and you'd talk through the headphones mm-hmm. and it'd say well I want to talk to the chief dispatcher and you would take the other cable and you would plug it into his extension and you would push a button and it would send ring voltage of 96 volts through the line mm-hmm. to ring the bell in the boss's office and he'd pick it up and you'd flip the switch and that would be it look at you right mm-hmm. so um, when somebody new came in like say yourself say you were a new bright eyed uh, eager dispatcher. Okay, I'm a new bright-eyed eager dispatcher. On your first shift, when a when a call came in, we would take the other end of the line and say, "Here, hold this," and you would <laughs> grab it, and you would grab it by the um, uh, metal business end, end, right? And we'd hit right. the button. Of course, you would. And you would curse our existence in and as many languages tr- as I knew. Yes. Yeah, and and learned not to trust us was just a way to say howdy. Nice. You guys are terrible. Well, I'm sorry. The goon, you're terrible. Thank you. You know who's not terrible, though? Who? This is, this goes, this shout-out goes to the Deep, who apparently deep. learned how to make food by using the right ingredients this time. So, uh, good luck, bro. Because, uh, if you're, <laughs> if you're going to be with my sister, I know you're going to need it. Yes, uh, congratulations. Uh, we now have uh, yet another ad- person added to our... Um, I don't want to say Den of Thieves. No, we're... Uh, 
Cavalcade of Rogues Gallery. That's the term I was looking for. I knew it would come to my head. You don't like Cavalcade of Characters? It sounds nicer. It sounds too Disney. Well, it is Disney. They're the only place I know that has cavalcades. (laughs) That's true. The rest of us just have, you know, floats and parades. A cavalcade is not a parade, my friend. Really? A parade is a long line of things that proceed through a uh, down the street. A cavalcade is one float upon which there are characters that may or may not stop occasionally and provide a little extra entertainment. Does does a cavalcade have marching bands? No. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We got to the heart of the matter there. That's right. This is what bothers me about the Macy's Day Parade. When you try to watch a parade that has marching bands, it would be nice if the cameras stayed on the marching bands and not turn the thing into a three-hour free commercial for um, Broadway and every freaking musical that's on Broadway at the time. Well, if they do that this Thanksgiving, that's going to be a lot shorter, don't you think? Ah, that's true. We won't even have a parade this year. We're not having anything. College football's already canceled. No, there's going to be no fun. So here's something. Here's, Brought here, to you by the liberals. No fun. Uh, so it's uh, I was I was, and I've told you guys this before. A liberal is someone who believes in liberty. It is Democrats specifically who are doing that. You can be uh, that liberal. Is very in, true. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, You've been trying to modify my behavior on that, and I shall endeavor to <laughs> be modified. Well, I mean, I. You're saying golly now instead of uh, other things. So, you know, there's, there's improvement. So at least on the you show. Know, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny you should mention that. Mm-hmm. Because we are now on Spotify, mm-hmm. I've been using Spotify to listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, is there cursing on those, other, on those other podcasts. I mean a lot of it. Well, think of the millions of dollars they're paying Joe Rogan, and if he doesn't drop the F-bomb, I don't know, half a dozen times in a half hour, um, he's off. Yeah, but it doesn't really add to the show. I mean, I'm listening to one right now that is um, a podcast about true crime stories, Mm -hmm. and the two guys are comedians, and they say up front, look, we're comedians, we're going to be making jokes about a lot of this. We try very hard not to make jokes that would offend the victims or their families. Other than that, everything's fair game. The The murder they're doing now is a, was discovered because the family dog brought home a part of a leg. <laughs> mm. That's oh. awkward. And then the, then the police dogs couldn't find the rest of the body three days later. Uh, Friendly, the name of the family dog, brings back another leg. Maybe. I'm just going to throw this out here. We should follow the dog. Well, it, was, it happened in 1995, so they put GPS on him. Mm. But it's like he's towing a wagon behind him in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> he has a giant backpack with an antenna six feet long. Looks kind of like the guys in the Vietnam War that that carried the radio. You and the know? dog's like, what did I do to deserve this? You want me to go do what? I'm not doing nothing. I'm too tired from carrying this thing. That's funny. But, but yes, while they are funny, there's a lot of cursing that goes on. And I thought... Yeah, Chief's right. It would be better without this. Yes, golly, you exclaimed. Golly, I said. <laughs> but anyway, Golly's I was the point I was trying to make 
before we do what we always do and, yeah. and follow the shiny object is that <laughs> uh, in terms of things that we as a country have said that we would do, mm-hmm. one of those is coming up in approximately a month minus three days to which the literal term for it was never forget. And yet mm-hmm. a particular mayor has said, yeah, we're going to cancel that. We can, we can uh, protest, we can riot, we can come together and illegally paint murals, but to actually murals. to do something that we said we would not forget to do. Mm-hmm. He's already forgotten. Well, it's not that he's forgotten, he, is, he forbid it. Yeah, you know, here's a thought on that. Um, and, and I'm going to do my very best to, to keep this show at our very pleasant GPG rating. Um, he can take that idea and put it where the sun don't shine. Golly. Golly. Yes. So uh, if there, there's somebody who truly thinks that he's going to be able to, uh, change that state, if that were to happen, uh, I, I'm pretty sure... Uh, much like the end of the Kingsmen, heads would literally be exploding. Literal. Liter- yes. Purple smoke, everything, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um... One of my favorite scenes from more or less recent movies. Yeah, the... Um... It's very frustrating and very annoying to hear, you know well, you can't do this and you can't do that. And if you do all this, you're going to kill grandma and oh, but wait a second. If it's something I need to do or I want to do, well, then it's the most important thing and it overrides anything I might have said. You know, we, we fought a war to get away from the rule of man so that we could govern ourselves by the rule of law. And this cockamamie because that's just the only way I, word I can think of at the point um, pandemic situation has given a lot of politicians this idea that well I can say anything I want and it's law and in some cases I don't quite blame the mayors and the governors I mean they're doing what typical megalomaniacs do because you've got to be a little bit of that to run for that kind of office in the first place but there are legislations at the state level there are aldermen's and city councils who should be looking at these governors and mayors and saying you shouldn't do that but wait they get to sit back and reap all the benefits without having to take any responsibility i'm not, i'm still trying to figure out who is a lower form of human the autocrat or the enabler well it's a good point i mean i mean there, there are ways to do things and ways to not do things. In both New York and, and South Carolina, they had problems with their citizens not following what we thought at the time was the best guidance for the, for the virus, right? Mm. Which was don't congregate in big groups. And in South Carolina, they were all congregating at the beach. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about this in a, in a past show. The governor said, but we own the beaches. I'm closing them all. Let's see how that works. If we need to do more, then I have to go to the legislature and get them to pass some laws. Right. 
which is not what uh, our governor Benito Hogan did. Well, it's, it all depends on who you're, the person that uh, you look up to. So you know if uh, if Himmler Hogan is the is the uh, person that you admire, then when you go into power, that's that's what you will espouse to everyone else, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, just if Governor Hogan said, look, I need the authority to do the following things, the legislature, you know, as much as I would be disagreeing with it, wrote up a bill and they went through the process and they passed it and they gave him those powers rather than him just saying, hey, I'm going to have these powers. Because what really irritated me was he set up these powers and he said, okay, we're going to make sure all the school districts have the authority to do whatever they need to do. And then one county did something he didn't like. So he literally just gets his pen and paper out and writes something new. And I'm like, who died and left you boss? That's not the way it works, sir. Right. Absolute freaking lootly. Well, it just goes to show it doesn't matter what the, the letter after your name is. If you have power, you will be corrupted. End of story. True the enough. founders knew that. That's why we have the sometimes seemingly convoluted system to get approvals that we do. That's what checks and balances are. Yeah, well, someone's been writing checks, and <laughs> there, <laughs> there was there was nothing in the balance, and now we have trillions of dollars in debt. Hey, well, hey, you heard hey, about what Minneapolis is doing, right? They're, they they want to you know get some of their money back. So they basically told all the residents who've uh, got, you know, businesses that were messed up from the riot. Yeah, you can't clean up your properties until you pay your property tax. Isn't that just joyous? Now, they have rescinded that, but only after people like threaten to, I don't know, do them harm. See, and that's that is the point of what I think is coming. What people what a lot of people don't seem to understand. But uh, my wife has been saying quite a lot is that the silent majority won't be silent and when you hear them you'll be surprised just how many there were because everyone who's screaming at the top of their lungs is saying one particular thing and everyone who is calm and in wait is mm-hmm. saying some it, it will be saying something else one of those sad things uh, that we are currently seeing is like uh <clears throat> mr mr biden mm-hmm. uh even his the the person that he says he respects the most mr barack obama <laughs> said to his people don't underestimate joe's ability to blank things up <laughs> so so i i, I don't think even <laughs> there when when i was when i was reading all the quotes of people in the previous administration that said Oh my goodness! What is going on here? Uh, one of the last things I saw was that Obama's going to vote for Trump, <laughs> and, <laughs> and maybe that is what is uh, causing Michelle Obama to have her mild depression, which she is suffering from. It could be because she knows what is about to happen. <laughs> and I think I think she's suffering a mild depression because people aren't listening to her podcast. She has a podcast. They both, they both do. They both do. Because they're both on, um, right? Chief, thank you for reminding me. It turns out the Cato Institute, 
which is a libertarian organization, right? Yes. Okay. They did a um, they did a survey, and um, they looked at people who were strong liberal, liberal, moderate, conservative, and strong conservative, and they asked him, agree or disagree? Do you feel comfortable sharing your political opinions? Now, I'm sure as you probably would guess, the strong liberals, 58% said yes, 42% said no. Because why, you know, why it's not a big deal, right? When a strong liberal yells a liberal opinion, everybody goes, oh, that's wonderful, you know. Meanwhile, the strong conservatives, like 77% said, no way am I sharing my opinions. And 23% who are, you know, I guess (laughs) really brave uh, said, yes, they would. But what was interesting is the crossover point, the point where you'd think, you know, people would be uncomfortable sharing their opinions. It wasn't a conservative or moderate. It was back at liberal. So if you think about all the people who were all spouting their opinions, they're all way over to the left. I'll include the link in the story. The, the, the whole thing was very fascinating because it, it means that there is a ginormous chunk of people who aren't talking. My guess is if a good portion of them vote, it's going to be very interesting in November. Very interesting is one word. Uh, you know, like like the Chinese curse. <laughs> May you live in interesting we, times. We better store up on uh, all of our uh, uh, consumables. <clears throat> consumables, ammunition, yeah. yeah. Gasoline, which is apparently going to be going down a little in price. Uh, I, I heard we uh, we came across some uh, some fuel recently. Well, you know, funny you should mention that. Uh, four cargo vessels, the Bella, the Bering, the Pandy, and the Luna. My golly are... gosh, you have the names of the boats, ships? Yes, Sorry. yes, they belong to the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, a U.S.-designated terror organization. Oh, so so uh, who owns them now? Well, Well, Iran actually owns them. Yeah, Who's and they a, were sending who, they were sending oil or gasoline, I guess, to uh, uh, Venezuela, which just kills me. Well, Venezuela has oil, but they don't have any refining capability. Well, not anymore they're so, because they're not anymore, right? Because they're socialists. And uh, uh, yeah, now uh, uh, we have them, the United States. Really? How neat is that? Yep, and. Uh, um, uh, you know what? I think that what we're going to do is uh, uh, Happy Pole Industries is going to take advantage of that and pass the savings directly on to all of you. Can you do that? Well, we're doing it. Okay. Ah, so it's one of those uh, we we knew we could, but we never asked if we should, right? Right. By the time when they stop us, the oil will all be sold, or the gasoline right. will all be sold. So, And then the money will be in offshore accounts. Hey, 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 hey. Who can say? Who can say? Yeah. What is this offshore that you speak of? It's, it's not and, on the shore. Well, that's true, too. You know, but hey, we're, we're, you know, this is just another effort within the context of the United States government to, to foster peace. You know, we're. We're trying to keep everything very peaceable. We wouldn't want all this fuel making its way to Venezuela and Venezuela getting, you know, all uppity about, you know, maybe trying to foist their socialism on the rest of South America. So um, so I would like to end uh, today's show on a happy note. I'd like to to um, <clears throat> I'd like to tell everybody that truly I, I am blessed that you are all out there listening to us. I truly feel that way. Um, I'm very 
very blessed that I had uh, this gentleman come all the way from West Virginia and shred up a bunch of my papers. I'm very blessed that I, I met a guy named Arvin who was able to tow my Ford out of a parking lot down to the dealership. They still have it. I'm driving did, a rental. Did you have a problem with your Ford? I, I did. I did. It. it uh, um, I was teaching my son how to uh, drive, and we were practicing in a parking lot. And uh, he was doing everything right. The guy was spot on. And all of a sudden, the car starts dinging like he's like under the seatbelt. And I'm like, hmm, seatbelt's on. Little panel says, put the car in, you know, put your foot on the brake, put your car in park, and, and shut it off and restart it. So he did, except the restarting part didn't work. Um, so we uh, we had to call AAA, and they sent over Arvin, and he towed us over to uh, to the Ford dealership, and they, they claimed there's something wrong with the engine timing and that I might get it back next Tuesday. But I was very appreciative that Arvin showed up, so thanks to Arvin. And... Um, I'm also really happy about the fact that we might have a little Mideast mid piece. I mean, you know, this is something we don't get to talk about. I'm sure if you're not following, you know, if you follow the New York Times or the Washington Post or CNN or MSNBC, you probably don't even know this happened. Um, but apparently, you know, Israel and um, the United Arab Emirates, which is a conglomeration of things to mix up a country, um, have all uh, agreed to, uh, let's see, exchange diplomats um, established embassies. Uh, they're working on a number of energy and tourism-related economic deals. So uh, it sounds like a win-win for both of them. And from what I hear on the grapevine, this is the first of many. So kind of things look a little positive. You know, we're find, trying to find little bits of positive anywhere. Yeah, because nothing says end of the world like peace in the Middle East and the Temple of Solomon being rebuilt. Because that's, that's literally <laughs> the... You know what? Strike that. How, how, you, how you doing, Jim? You know, <laughs> nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> I, was, I was attempting to, to end on a high note, and I forgot that we have a biblical scholar on the show who is, you know, knee-deep in revelations. On that note... Uh, let's hope that uh, that our commercial sponsors this week uh, can can save what's what's left of the show. A word from our sponsors, please. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Necco Wafers, a candy with a tradition that should not be smeared by those who don't know what they're talking about. Necco available once again at fine candy sellers and Happy Pole truck stops, and. The Happy Pole Pirate Fuel Centers, now selling confiscated Iranian fuel at a deep discount. Take it all, give nothing back. Yar, screw Iran. And Ford Motor Company, represent, uh, recommended by 33% of the staff at uh, Swimming with the Fish. <laughs>